Welcome to the Next Greatest Podcast, an upright digital product. We are coming to you live from the Fletch Azul Podcast Studio. My name is Josh Lowry. I'm one of the hosts, joined by the co-host, Miss Sarah Miller. And how are you, Sarah? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. This is uh, our third episode. Did you guys do third. one while I was gone? No. No. It's our third episode. Well, there was kind of an there was a, a podcast done while I was gone. It was done on conspiracy theories. Yes, <laughs> the interns were left to their own devices. Yeah. And recorded their own. <laughs> I listened to it actually. I was in uh, Colorado, and they were like, "We want to post this." And I'm like, this thing can't be any good. So I'm, I listened to it, and I was actually quite entertained. And I was like, this is pretty funny. I could tell that absolutely no work was done on that <laughs> entire day. But I really enjoyed the podcast. It yeah, was pretty entertaining. It was good. They did a good job. So that is where we are today. We are um, the, th- the theme of The Next Greatest, as everybody knows, is to we believe we're the best on the planet at everything we do. So you have to come in and prove to us why you're better than us and not going to happen. Yeah, it, but I feel like this episode's maybe a little different than how the theme of The Next Greatest is going to be because it's really our – this is a gift. We're giving the interns a gift it, it, to exactly. be able to be on The Next Greatest. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no way the interns are going to be greater than us because no. – it's just not possible. By the nature but. of the term intern. <laughs> yeah. Your names are intern one and intern two still <laughs> for this podcast. But I will say, the, and we, you know, these were great interns. They yeah. were great interns. And they, you know, truly, they are enjoyable. We will let you talk in a minute, interns. But <laughs> at this point, we're going to continue They're the on. mystery interns. Yes. So why don't you do that? Let us, let us intro uh, intern one and then intro two. Or intern one intern and one. two. Okay. Minutes. Yeah. So just a little introduction. Name where you're going to school, and what you're majoring in. But tell so. them your, your code name and then your real name. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I get to go first. Yeah, sure. intern yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, one. so I'm intern one. My name is Teal Mitchell. <laughs> I am going to be a senior at the University of Texas, and I am a PR major. And uh, I'm intern number two, a.k.a. Harrison Millerin. Um, I am going to Oklahoma State University. I'll be a senior uh, this coming up semester, and uh, I'm majoring in marketing. So Very nice. So just real quick to the audience out there. So intern is what we call all of our interns, and we have for the last seven years. We take interns every summer. So if you want to intern with Upright uh, Digital, you're more than welcome to. Uh, Just get a hold of us and basically shoot us your resume that I won't read, but somebody will read. I'll probably read it. and. There's only minimal hazing, too. So Minimal hazing, but there is old school hazing. And part of that hazing is we call you intern until you earn your name in letters. So we put blank. First name only, though. First not, name only, yes. Name. And Harrison, you got really screwed. Yeah. You have a long oh, name. <laughs> teal, four letters. You were, you were in a good situation. So you have to do something good to get a T and then an E and another E and an L. So, uh, and we're, you know, we, we do that to have a little fun, make you feel part of the team. But honestly, like, when we bring interns in, we're like, look, this is not, you're not, we're not interested in people getting coffee and getting water. It's like, we want people to come in and get an experience, uh, help us out. We, you know, we're a small team. You guys see how we run pretty lean. Mm -hmm. Um, So like we expect people to come in and help. And also, you know, interns are graduating within a year and ideally we want you to see what we're about. And if you want to come back in a year and so we push people pretty hard to see if you can and, and want to come back. So Everybody earned their name this year. And again, Harrison, 
as I was harassing him because he didn't have his name. I'm like, hey, t- intern number two. And he's like, look, I've got a long name. I'm getting screwed here. This yeah. is <laughs> so. We had it, to give him some easy ones just so. A couple just, yeah. 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 But they've been absolutely <laughs> great. So intern number one, what, what kind of questions do you have lined up over there, Sarah? Um, so I think the first one before we get into kind of our just more fun questions is just talking about some takeaways that you guys learned um, from your internship. Um, it can be anything like something that you can apply to school, your job after school, or just life in general. Um, but I think that will be a good starting point. I think that um, one of my biggest takeaways was coming into this is my first like office job. I've worked in retail, and so that's obviously very different. But I was really <laughs> nervous because I, first of all, I'm not a marketing major. So it was kind of like, what is this? What's going on? You know, I mean, I have a marketing background kind of, but it's not what I'm learning in school exactly. And so I was kind of asking my parents, like, oh my gosh, what are they going to be making me do? I'm like, I don't really know what's going on. And I think that being able to realize going into your first job that you don't know what's going on is a like big part of it. And so coming in, I was really nervous and I was scared. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to know what's what to do or if they ask me to do something and I'm not going to know how to do it. And I think that just like taking that away from your mindset going into a job could be really beneficial because there's no need to be nervous. Like no one knows what they're doing in their first job. For sure. And I think that took me a long time to realize that. And I think that that's one of my biggest takeaways. I think that's a good point though. Like a lot of people don't know what they're doing most (laughs) of the time. And that's part of the, that's part of life. Just kind of figuring it out as you go. Um, and not being afraid to go figure it out. I think that the fear factor makes it worse, you know? So why be scared of it? Because there's nothing you can do about it. It's not like I can come in knowing what I'm supposed to do. It's it's a learning experience. And so I think that that was my biggest thing. Um, My biggest takeaway is probably just the importance of waking up early, uh, being (laughs) on time, um, because, you know, before this job, I kind of just, slept in late all the time and then you know my time management wasn't as good and I think I learned a lot about managing my own time and how much you know how important it is to be on time and um, be punctual with what I'm doing no matter what it is yeah yes you know I'm we could all use that (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is a it is an interesting thing being on time and, and work like I you know I still remember college vividly. I loved college. I always tell people like, don't graduate because the real world sucks. It's just, it's hard and you have to be on time and there's just, it's just hard. There's lots of things that are hard. And, you know, ultimately the time management is, is something that everybody has. It's truly a different use of your body. Like you have to go to bed earlier because you're going to get up, you're going to get up earlier and you need to be able to kind of maintain a long, that's one of the reasons that we let interns come in a little bit late and go early it's not because i number one you know i don't want people that aren't used to being in a big city to drive home in houston traffic five o'clock because people are absolutely <laughs> crazy awful. that'll yeah. make you never want to have a job yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the reasons i just don't want people to have to deal with that but the other part is like the stamina 
of coming straight out of a college environment into a, a nine to five, if you will, is very difficult. And it's, yeah, it is. it's, it's very different. <laughs> Hard to adjust for sure. <laughs> After my first day of work, I went home and I just laid on my bed and my mom called me and I could barely talk like so dramatic, but I'm like, hello. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm laying on my bed. I looked at my computer. Did all they hurt day. you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just worked. <laughs> yeah. Did they hurt you? She's like, yeah, you're not used to this. I'm like, yeah, it's I, tough. I truly am not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tough adjusting to the the nine to five, but I think uh, I did well, and I'm gonna move moving forward. I'm gonna. I, I just used to think staying up late was cool, and like you know that's you know the boss the boss move. But getting up early and being punctual is. I the actually way to go. have motivation True to like put move. my phone down at night. I'm like, you know what? I need this extra thirty minutes of sleep, even though I've been scrolling on TikTok for an hour and it's so hard to put it down. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to feel this pain in the morning Isn't if I don't crazy? put when my you, phone yeah. down. Really what the mornings are like. Yeah. yeah, and you can tell and I notice when I stay up 10 minutes later, it hurts. Yeah, it's yeah. painful the next morning. I mean, that's, I, I gotta be honest, like that is a less, so you yeah. know, the way I view interns and just people, young people in general, like you guys are gonna come out of school next year and I always tell any young person coming out of college, like right now, you know, you two, we don't want to, we don't ever want to foster, whether it's in our own company or with interns, like a competitive environment, a competitive, competitive environment with each other. Because, you know, like I want everybody on our team to feel like it's, it's good for me for Sarah to do well. And it's good for Sarah, for Hanaro to do well. Right. So mm -hmm. there's, there is a camaraderie in a, in your company culture, but you know, that's in our team externally, like we compete with other people all the time. And, and same with interns internally, you guys are teammates, but externally, you know, you're going to be going after different jobs next year. And I always say that, like, right now, you guys are on your own level of competition. Next year, you're officially competing with me. Mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that is you're in the workforce. And you, there are sales dollars, marketing dollars, whatever dollar out there that is available is a thing that our company or I would want to get. So, like, the, the value of an internship and the reason I'm, I'm – look, I know who I am. I know how hard I can be on certain things. But it's it's not for me. I don't do it for me. I do it because I want you guys to see that the value of promptness and the little details, mm -hmm. like that's that's what makes the difference for you guys that are going to go out to compete with actual adults next year is like that's the real value of an internship is understanding like there will be a an adjustment on that that 30 minutes. Like I notice when I go to bed at 10 or 1030, especially an 11, 1130 uh, wake up call feels a lot different than it does or a night, you know, than an, an earlier night. Yeah. So, no, I, I'm, I'm actually glad to hear you guys say that. I didn't really think about that as being a thing that would be something you guys would take away. But, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I like what, it. Well, I have a question. What, uh, you know, Sarah said something a minute ago about, or I guess Teal and Sarah kind of, when you talk about um, your expectations and the fear, and you realize, and, and look, we've had our own, this is the summer of COVID, the year of COVID, if you will, still. And you guys, we, we walked through a very live action COVID issue, right? In our own company. And how do you handle communication? And we were very open with how we communicated that, whether, and look, whether I did something right or wrong. The point is on this comment is, it's like when you, when you finally realize your parents don't know everything, right? When you're old enough to realize your parents aren't perfect. They're great people. They try their hardest, but they're not perfect. When you look at the business world, did are there expectations of like, what do you think the business world is going to be like? Um, like in their schooling and your books you're reading, what are they telling you it's going to be like? Uh, I mean, 
it's a lot different than what you're taught. I think um, they, you know, when you're learning about like, you know, I'm studying marketing. Um, so coming into a marketing agency, it's like I have the these ideas of like, okay, well, this is what I'm learning in school, but how am I going to apply this to like what we're actually doing in the office? And it was it was just cool to come come into an agency and really see how everything worked. And um, it wasn't what I expected at all. Um, but I think it just benefited me a lot just to see how it really, really worked in person. That's cool. I remember you mentioning, you said that you had a project you worked on that actually felt like it was direct. Do you want to? Yeah. So I, um, took a communications like planning course and we basically had to make a communications plan for whole earth. I mean, it never got to whole earth. It was a fake, like, mm -hmm planning thing but um how to advertise an opening of a new whole earth in eugene oregon and so that was basically the information we were given and we had to plan out the advertising for and like what would be the best form of advertising for whole earth in that community like months leading up to the opening of whole earth and so we spent a lot of time on this project it was a whole semester deal and then i think it was like one of the first or second days i came in and sat in on a meeting and they were like using the same exact vocabulary, like key performance indicators. And I was like, did people actually talk about this yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. in the real world? You know, like your professor says that, but you're like, do people actually right. like refer back to these things? And I was noticing that like what I was learning was actually being used in a real working environment. And I think that was really cool for me. I would say that was one of the, like not a good takeaway, but one of the coolest experiences was seeing that my schoolwork was actually applying in to the real world because your teachers say that but then yeah. you're kind of yeah. like, yeah. like okay so like you put all this work in this project and you're like is this how it actually works and then i watched it in a planning session here like kind of yeah and be shown in, in action. action and that was yeah. really cool you know, if I had anything, I would. I wish that you guys could, because we have a lot of projects going right now. You saw some of them starting up with new clients. Yeah. Uh, some of them are kind of mid clients, so you got to see quite a few. We're changing some podcasting and media rooms around right now. Harrison was helping with that and um, website stuff. I mean, like we are mid project to these things. Uh, yeah. I wish, and you know, it'll be fun to kind of as these develop to come back, so you guys can come back and see this. But yeah, like in twelve months from now what we what feels like a brand new just slimy baby which it is you know what what it becomes and that whole earth project that you work on how you launch in eugene oregon and those kpis that you're talking about like those become something and what's unique is that when you hear those things and not every professor and not every class and not every thing that we do is is right but it is just amazing that if there's strategy to it and you stick to the strategy how how well a plan can be executed. And that's something that we, through all the chaos, if you notice, we really try to stay on strategy. Yeah. So. I also think that after working here and seeing that those things really are used in the real world, it will be more interesting going back to school. Yeah. And I think it will make me pay attention more. Definitely. Yeah. I, because yeah. I was just thinking, um, Kevin had mentioned one day like the four P's of marketing and I thought that was just a weird way that the textbook was like helping you remember it you <laughs> yeah. know I didn't think that it was a real thing 
And so I maybe I, maybe I'm dumb, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> no, whatever. No, no, no. But it's no, not. I really didn't think that that was a real thing. And then I heard him say it to a client. Oh, well, you know the four P's, and I was like, oh, I know the uh, four P's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know yeah. those. Yeah. I think it's easy to want to not take your school seriously, and you're like, oh, I don't really need this. Like yeah. this can't be useful. Yeah, and then you like, actually see that it is something that can be useful for your future. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm kind of excited to. Shockingly, I'm excited to go back to <laughs> class and like see if there's things that y'all have talked about that I haven't learned yet. That you yeah. hear? That I hear in yeah. class. Right. That's yeah. actually a perfect lead in for our next question because it was to ask y'all what you were most excited about for going back to school or just being back to your more normal routines. Yeah. I think that I'm excited to go back, first of all, what I said about class, but I think that. I educational. Really, like, I used to just. <laughs> I, used I would to say just partying. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> she thinks her parents are going to listen to this. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> I used to just wake up late all the time, and I think that I've gotten yeah. into a better routine. I did have um, one slip up. I'm sure we'll talk about it later <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. Yeah. I know that question's probably coming up soon, but um, I think that I've kind of gotten in a better routine of waking up, and I want to carry that with me into like my senior year of college because I think that I will be more productive like waking up at mm -hmm. 11 is just not yeah <laughs> I don't Your think it's, over already. it's not cool anymore <laughs> yeah oh it's very cool it just yeah. your body just doesn't allow for it anymore. That's what you sucks. just gotta wait for the weekends. That's your time to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not your weekends. But what's weird is my body won't even let me sleep in that late on the weekends now. Yeah, because I'm so used to waking up. So hopefully I can carry that. I yeah. I know that I probably won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Harrison? Um, I'm probably. I mean, I'm I'm excited to to get some more sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to come back. I'm excited to see like, you know, where Upright Digital goes from here. And um, I just, I loved seeing, um, you know, how things started. And then uh, here in a few months coming back and seeing how they wrap up and finish. So I'm just looking forward to seeing how the company does. Yeah, so. I mean, we have some projects that you guys solely did on your own too that you won't be able to see to completion. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Did you guys um, expect that? I mean, like we turned over real work to you. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. And I, said, that's Hurry what up. I. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I wanted too. I you came know? home to my mom and I was like, I, I don't really know why they're trusting me to redo their whole website. I was like, I'm just the intern. Yeah, but I felt a we, lot of pressure. But, but then it was we did good it, pressure. and I was kind of almost like shocked at my capability to be able to do that which is sad like i but no, i was I shocked i was like it's a good real oh, wait, realization you know when you get good feedback oh this sentence actually sounds good i'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know that i i'm not surprised that you didn't think that and mm -hmm. honestly anybody listening to this and anybody in this room and how often do we talk about this all the time like if there's anything that i press hard into my friends and you know people that we work with is that people don't they're they're not aware of what they're capable of nobody believes in themselves enough they just don't uh we were watching that thing on the lawyer the other day and this very very junior lawyer was um i won't bring up the, the case or whatnot just because it was you know irrelevant but this junior lawyer was working with these senior lawyers and doing a lot of the grunt work and apparently these senior guys really saw something in this guy and they said, hey, go figure this out. And kind of to the point, not that, you know, building a website is the equivalent of, you know, saving someone's life on that <laughs> yeah, road. But, yeah. but truly, I mean, there's a value in both of these things. And the, uh, when it was time for cross-examination, this young, I mean, very young lawyer, the senior people looked at him and said, you're going to handle this. He said, he basically said, 
not basically, I mean, he directly said, I, I can't do this. I'm not ready for this. And the senior lawyer pulled him to the side and said, I've been telling you for 10 years that you're special and there's something about you. And now is the time to go be special. And the guy went out and, and I get goosebumps just thinking about this. And then the reason I, and I could, I really could, if I really got deep into the story, you could get emotional about it. And it's not that I care about the lawyer in the story. It's, it's that like the only thing I care about is people realizing how good they are and what they can actually do. And so, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to wrap up anything on this podcast yet, but like that lesson that you just said, I, I didn't think I could, why could I do this? And all of a sudden I realized I could, you know, both of you, I'm very hard. You know, I play with it a little bit. I'm fun, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty hard when it comes to the details because yeah. I get pissed when things aren't right. Yeah, um, high expectations. I do have high expectations, but they're, tr they're transparent. Yeah. And, you know, you guys, I, I've kind of talked to you guys offline. You have it. Whatever it is, you both have it. And that not, a, not everybody has it. And that's, I'm not trying to beat on anybody. They just, they don't have it. And you guys have it. And I think that I, the more that you think about that and when you recall when you're frustrated as you go forward, you should reach back and grab those moments, even in an internship. Like, you know what? I didn't think I could do that, and I did it. And what yeah. ends up happening is you build on those little um, building blocks of success that become, you know, that's what success is. It's not just doesn't happen overnight. It's, it's step after step to where you're, just, you're more solid in your foundation. So just don't forget that moment because that is – there was actual trust. And when I yelled at you and said, hurry up, I wasn't messing around. Like there was, that was actual pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you guys actually delivered. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. th like th that's really, yeah. you should remember that. So yeah. your mind is your own worst enemy. Yes. Mm -hmm. for and sure. You can do things even when you don't think you can do things. Yeah. You did a great job of encouraging, by the way. So, well, cause I feel bad when I leave the room going, why is this taking so long? And I walk away, I'm like, you can't yell at to interns like this. <laughs> like you, got, you, got, you have to be a little bit nicer than this. Like, hey, you guys want to cope? How's everyone doing? <laughs> but seriously, hurry the fuck up. Yeah. So, no, it was, uh, no, you did a good job of making me realize I can do anything. So Good. Yeah. Well, good. We'll, we'll, we'll have a kumbaya session in a minute. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do anything. I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so empowered. Maybe not anything, but most things <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can do. Well, I mean, just real quick, empower. I want to talk about. Uh, uh, sorry, Harrison, I'm going to leave you out of this for just a second. But you know, being a female in, in the business world, right? And it is. I, I tell Sarah this all the time. Like, this is you, Teal, are coming in as a, a young female into the world of business, and you know, I'm happen to be in the oil and gas world, but you know, wherever you choose to go, you're in a different environment now than any female in the last hundred years. You're coming into the best environment for, you know, women and, you know, diversity, inclusion, et cetera, than has ever been done. So like, don't ever, ever think you can't do something because of your gender, ever. Like that is a thing that, you know, truly may have, like I, my, my best boss I ever had was Kathy Rutledge, loved her. And she had to be a boss in the eighties female, very attractive woman in the 80s in the oil business. Cannot imagine what she had to go through. Yeah, Truly cannot imagine. Like those those are walls you're not going to have to knock down anymore. So, and I, I tell, you know, Sarah, you're, you're 10 years older than this. It's not like you're, you know, 47, but you're, you're still young here. But mm -hmm. like you're coming into a, a great time to be young and empowered, as you say. So like just, just know that you're, 
And if you're not, leave. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. leave and go find a place that you do feel like there's an open track for you to run on because yeah. they should be encouraging people to go do whatever they can do. Yeah, it's definitely a time where we don't feel like we, I say we as women, but we don't feel like we have to be stuck at a certain job. Like if we're not comfortable there or we're not happy there, like there's so many options now that we probably wouldn't have had 20 years ago. I so. mean, definitely. There was yeah. there was no girls in the business when I was growing up, none. Yeah. And and honestly, like I, I, I don't know if I should say this on, we might have to edit this one in our, but like I don't tell any different jokes anymore around men or women because like it really, like that's the whole thing is we're gonna be, let's just go do this. Let's all run in this together. It, it does feel the same. So I don't know, I just wanted to touch on that, that you are exiting college at a time where there is, and I don't know if you, do you feel that there would be any pullback on being a girl in business? I don't know what well, your generation feels like anymore. Maybe I'm just putting something that's my generation on you, I don't know. I guess I don't really think so, but like I, I did remember we were talking the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, when I leave and Caitlin's going back to the other office, I was like, oh, yeah. Sarah, you're gonna be the only girl in the office. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. so sad. Like not yeah. sad, but yeah. you know, it's kind of fun to have another girl. And so I, I guess my own. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I, I mean, there's no question. On it's that. nice to have other like women in the workplace, but I've never felt like. Like I needed it. Like I never felt like I was any lesser or that I couldn't do something because of that here. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to go to, you know, again, you may come here, you may go to bigger companies. I'm just saying wherever you go, don't, there's, there's nothing, nothing should hold you back. And if it does either just leave, just go do there's, you have all the power. You have the, the it factor, go do whatever you need to do. Sorry, Harrison. I just had no worries. No worries. <laughs> because you know, you're look, you got your Harrison, you got, you got the talent, you got it all. I mean, you're going to be just fine. Your Thank thing, you. like looking at you is you're just going to have to find the thing that you're passionate about. For sure. Because I agree. you have it. It's just, how do you set the goal on this? I mean, do you guys read, for your own sake, I mean, do you guys I've read? been reading a lot lately. Have you? Yeah, I'm reading uh, the David Goggins book, Can't Hurt Me. It's super good, super yeah. inspirational. Okay. And it encourages you to, you know, um, do hard things because it'll make you better. Um, and then I was reading another book that was Finding Your Element, and that was all about um, finding your what you're passionate about and just, you know, full tilt going for that one thing because you're going to be successful in it because you're passionate yeah. about it. So yeah, I've been reading a lot. Though, okay. So I would encourage, yeah. do you read much? I listened to the David Goggins book as well. And I think that that kind of big takeaways from that is just like, be, like learning to become the best version of yourself. And one thing that he said that kind of stuck with me was like learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think that that's absolutely. a big thing. Like that you need back. to learn to be uncomfortable because you're not gonna accomplish anything by staying in your comfort zone. And mm -hmm. so that's a, from that book, that was a big takeaway yeah. for me. Yeah, and that goes back to like the whole start of this podcast is like, if you're scared of something, go do it. Like, because conquering that is yeah. just gonna make you better in the end. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then eventually when you do it again, you're not scared, so. Yeah. I think that's a great message. Well, you said it. You said fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, the, just conquering your fears will get you further in life, in my opinion. Well, yeah. I don't want to go too deep into it because I, I really, you know. Yeah, I we just, just got real deep. Well, no, but that's one of those on the fear part of it. Like, fear yeah. is really just lack of control, right? I mean, you have you don't have control over something, so you you 
are angry about it and anger, you know, it builds into different emotions. And people want to be in control. Of course. Yeah. You want to be in control of your life. And so doing something that you're not comfortable with causes, causes fear. One yeah. of the reactions is yeah. fear, right? Or anger. There's lots of different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. We're dealing with this and some other stuff. <laughs> 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 so, but like fear is one of them. Yeah. And it, it really, the, that's the biggest thing of, that people really, every nobody, this goes back to people aren't, aware of what they're capable of because they're afraid to look stupid or they're afraid to fail or whatever it is. It is, fear is the biggest thing that people have got to get over because it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter if you look dumb. It's all the cliche quotes, you know, that you think are stupid, but they're so true. Like the only thing to fear is fear itself. And yeah, like, you know, but those things are so true and you kind of don't realize it because it just seems like one of those things that people say, but, um, have you ever read the poster in the or the picture here in the middle of the hallway, the man in the arena? You stopped. I, I, I think I, I stopped and read half of it every day and then didn't finish it. But well, this is your last day, so you got to <laughs> read the second half. Maybe I'll half. go so finish it I've never attempted to read that. Nor do I even. <laughs> All right, that's your so last assignment. Okay. Read. So it's the, the man quote. in the arena. Is is and people will know what this is. And it's Roosevelt said it. And it's an excellent, uh, you know, little spe- part of a speech. And, and essentially, I'll let you guys read it. Maybe we should have everybody day one go read this thing. But ultimately, it's like, look, it's only the people that are trying have any right to either complain or be complained about. Because everybody else is just on the sidelines. And who cares about the people on the sidelines? Mm -hmm. And even if you fail, at least you failed trying versus the people that are just, you know, sitting on the sidelines doing nothing. There is no value in that whatsoever. So uh, you do need to read this. Incompletion, apparently, yeah. Anderson. And, uh, <laughs> fully. <laughs> fully. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What else uh, do we want to know here? Well, we got pretty heavy on the um, content we were just talking about. So Good. I think we can go back to like more casual, and we don't have much time left either. So um, uh, Josh and I were talking earlier, but if you guys could start any podcast about any topic, anything you wanted, what would be your podcast? I actually, I, I, so ever since I started working here and seeing all the podcast production, I was super inspired to do my own. Um, so I, um, I want to start a podcast called Highly Controversial, and I just want to, I want to uh, get one of my friends, and I want to do a podcast about just everything controversial and talk about it openly. Um, I just think people have a hard time talking about controversial subjects Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of judgment and stuff that goes into you know speaking about it um but that would be my podcast that i would make i think that's a good idea good title too a lot of people don't want to talk about the things that have like a lot of opinions like both ways about it too. exactly and just being able to talk about it like you're not arguing about it you're just talking freely about it yeah and you're allowed to do that so yeah, I think that's a good idea. A lot of people aren't educated on a subject, though. Yeah, spreading so the information. Opinions. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Teal. Teal. Um. So my brother and I actually talked about this, and we. I don't want to say I'm obsessed with food, but <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah. But I was telling Speaking Sarah. Speaking of topics that need to be talked about. <laughs> but I was telling Sarah earlier today, like when I go on vacation with my family, my first thing is, oh my gosh, we're going to. New York, where are we eating? You know, like that's my first thing. It's not what museum are we going to, it's where are we eating? <laughs> so, <laughs> which might be a problem. I love that. But um, I think that we could talk about food, my whole family probably, for hours. 
and I think that talking about new restaurants in Austin, I'm always looking on like food blogs and stuff, looking for new places to eat. And I think that I could do a podcast about that, maybe. That's a great yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. People would love that. Yes, instead of just pictures. Like, I follow a, a little foodie in Houston. It's She's got good stuff. But really, it'd be fun to hear the, how delicious the fried chicken was or something. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Just describe. Like, in the full Describing. details. Yeah. I know Not I would listen to someone talk about that because I'm a obsessed yeah uh, and launch it every day at like 10 30 in the morning yeah when people are hungry (laughs) people are waiting for their lunch break oh my god (laughs) yeah all right so food is one of your hobbies maybe (laughs) which leads Uh, us eating (laughs) that leads us into um our one of our last questions is just what are some of your hobbies what do you like to do outside of school outside of work um besides eating. Uh, well, I, well <laughs> I have a lot of hobbies. Um, I mean, I love to work out. Um, <laughs> I love to work out probably more than anything else in my <laughs> life. But my um, <laughs> no, I love m- making music and writing music. I want to get into producing music and producing podcasts. Um, um, and I just, yeah, I like to dance. I like to, you know, uh, eat food. I, I do a lot of eating. <laughs> I think we can all um, at least you work out. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't. they're always changing, so I yeah. might have a new hobby by next week. Who knows? That's good. I feel like Actually. you should always be developing yes. new hobbies. Yeah. I need a hobby. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. we actually talked about hobbies. Oh at lunch the other yesterday, day. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so recently I've been into pickleball, which I don't know if y'all have ever oh, played, fun. but it's really fun. It's like mini tennis. Yes. Yeah. I'm playing pickleball yes. today. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then I wake surf. That's good. Yeah. 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 Um, my family's big into skiing, so I've been skiing since I was like five. And so still been never been skiing. Same. I love Miller skiing. and thing. Yeah. Um, I find that amazingly shocking. You guys have never been. Skiing. I know. For yeah. as athletic as your family is. Yeah. It's weird. Well, you guys are coast people, right? You're. South Carolina yeah. and we're more water sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah water people. Okay. Yeah. Water skiing. But my family does a lot of hunting. I like fishing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. so I'm making myself sound like really outdoorsy. Very outdoorsy. I swear I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not outdoorsy. Yeah. <laughs> Those are yeah, I love hiking. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Camping. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big camper. <laughs> well, it's like I mean, my worst you're, nightmare. Camping. You're gonna be on your own next year. Both of you guys yeah. on your own financially, on your own in the city. Because oh, so, you do mention that my family likes to go to these things. My family, this. Yeah. This will wait till it's your budget. You're like, you know yeah. what? Honestly, different I just hobbies. Like to sit at home. Yeah. yeah. I love, love my couch. Yeah. I love my TV. I can't even afford Netflix, so don't even yeah. like that. I just stare at it turned off. <laughs> I look at the subscribe page. Yeah. I can't afford it, though. <laughs> look at the subscribe button. A lot of YouTube before, you know, after the commercials yeah. and then on YouTube. So, yeah. Yeah. God, that's funny. That is great. All right. Well, what? Uh, let's think here. What else do we want to tell them? What do they do? What was the best thing that they did this year? The best thing? I mean, you guys worked so well together, yes, too. Yes, they did. That's um, a good point. I think that was super helpful. Like, your ability to, to collaborate and come together and think of ideas, um, I think that really set y'all apart from other people because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people have trouble – being Working able well to collaborate yep. yeah it's a good point and being able to be open to other people's opinions and 
I thought y'all did a really good job with that. When they did the presentation on that, uh, the website, I watched, you know, I, obviously I listened to the content, but really I was watching them. I was watching how you guys presented and neither one of you stole the spotlight. And I don't know if you guys discussed that ahead of time or not. Just kind of naturally. Winged it, baby. <laughs> we were <not> prepared. <laughs> well, but it was great because you, you both knew your subject matter. You both went back and forth. You didn't, uh, there wasn't, you know, this is mine, this is hers, this yeah. is whatever. It was always just, you know, it felt very natural. And I thought that was uh, well done. I really, I mean, it felt very teamwork oriented. So that was, I was impressed with that. Like anybody listening to this, they'll, they'll be free agents in a year. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys both have offers next year here for us. But uh, if you want to go somewhere else, we're, we wish you the best of luck. Um, yeah, I mean, really fun summer. It really was. It was I had fun. fun. I think y'all enjoyed it. It was a great, well. great place to intern at. Yeah, I we're, recommend. listen, we run a very loose office. So. <laughs> well, it, it's awesome. I mean, we, we do, we have a lot of fun. We get things done. Uh, you're, I don't know if you don't come back here. I would love to hear what your other office, you're like, well, they don't have three refrigerators full of beer like you guys do <laughs> we, like we know this they don't ice their employees <laughs> yeah so y'all don't ice here <laughs> i'm, I'm out i'm going back to upright yeah <laughs> yeah so that like you are going to be in for somewhat of a rude awakening like the mm -hmm. real world i think is more real than this place but the expectations are not our expectations are pretty real so um you guys will you know you got a good taste of it from that front but yeah i mean really enjoyed you guys you have it go explore that uh go build on your wins don't be afraid of anything don't be afraid of anybody um i'm excited yeah. for you guys i would Thank love you. love to go back to college wait what we, we almost miss? forgot the most important question is the super chicken question super chicken op the restaurant opened up in the time that they were interning here so they were part of the reopening party they were part of all of it. Yes. Yeah. The forced uh, weekly <laughs> lunches. Oh, they yeah. weren't forced for me, but <laughs> I weren't think we there were weeks straight. Weren't forced for me either. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but what is your favorite thing on the menu? Super what are you going to miss from Super Chicken? I haven't tried the chicken yet. What? Teal. Or I got or the fried chicken. I haven't tried the fried chicken yet. Oh. Yeah, you did eat pretty healthy. Okay, yeah. You'd have salads and that grilled chicken. Salads, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Did you have the steak fingers? No, I haven't had anything <laughs> fried from there yet. Wow. Um, I mean, the Po' right. Boys are Let's awesome. Watch him roll this off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. take this one away. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Po' Boys, awesome. Fried tenders, awesome. Um, the broccoli salad. Okay. I had that. People right. like really the, broccoli. the broccoli salad broccoli is bomb, salad yeah. Really good. I, I don't know what the best thing on the menu is, but uh, probably Those the Po' Boy. Base. Probably the Po' Boy. Po there boy. you go. Good yeah. deal. All right. Great job. This is fun. I know. Yeah. And we're, what are really we doing fun. today? Today's our last day, so we're going to take off for lunch, and we're going yes. to play not top golf. It's but like a virtual golf. golf. Indoor yeah. golf. A simulator. It's 4,000 yeah. degrees outside. Yeah, it's yeah. just too yeah, he, hot to be outside. You could not pay me to go outside no. and play golf right now. No. <laughs> so we'll be golfing in the indoors air conditioning. Yeah. So we'll launch this pretty fun. quickly, and you guys can show your friends. Cool, yeah. Yeah. You guys did <laughs> a great excited. job. Thank Seriously, you. cheers to you. Good luck to you guys. Appreciate Don't it. graduate except you have to. Good luck with that. <laughs> and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you Cheers very much. Sarah, Cheers. great podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank so you. subscribe on your favorite podcast channel. We're all over the place. What else? We have our own. Do we have our own website? No. Not yet. <laughs> no, no. We're gonna, but we are going to have, when the new website that these yes. guys built is done, we'll have yes. a it little, has its own it'll have a, podcast yeah. tab, which this will be on there. So yes. this is the next greatest a an upright 
digital podcast. Uh, so that's it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.